Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Okay, welcome back to Today's Issues. Uh, We have restored order here. (laughs) I say welcome back. We haven't even welcomed this morning, but uh, no. uh, By by the way, everybody, Tim Wildman here with Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Good to be back. And there was a coup attempt last week, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) uh, by some of our staff here at American (laughs) Family Association. Uh, They held Ed and... uh, Fred and me uh, in an undisclosed location. Yes. Making demands. Making demands. Uh, they wanted extra butter seasoning they wanted, for the popcorn. They called our, our families, wanted ransom money. Our family said, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Take him. Yes. I mean, <laughs> please. Keep him. <laughs> Keep him. No, I'm just teasing. Hey, we were. It just happened last week that we were all three out. And it was unavoidable. And uh, some things happened at the last minute. And so uh, we're glad to be back, and we do appreciate those who filled in for us last week on yes. today's yeah. issues. And a tip of the hat to Brent Creeley, our producer, yes, who was very glad to see all three of us in in uh, right on campus this morning. He said, "Thank mm-hmm. you that you're back." Although th- those that filled in did a did a yeah. great job. Yeah, we appreciate. I had somebody it. at church say, what, "What are you guys going with a different format or something? What's going on there?" And really. I said, yeah. yeah, and I said, no, no, we were just all out, like you said, it was unavoidable, and mm-hmm. uh, we we have a good bench when, yep. when that kind of thing happens. It's rare, but it did happen last week. All right, so uh, we are back. Ed, uh, you still call it that there internet. Why don't you tell folks how they can join us? I do. I, I called it that there internet once, uh-huh. and, and now you continue to remind me of it, but that's okay. It I is like that, the expression. It that is that there internet. internet. I think you- that their that their internets, and so if you would like to watch us do radio, this is what we tell you to do: go to Facebook or YouTube, uh-huh. search for today's issues, which is the name of this program. Click through; you can watch us. If you're going to be on the road sometime in the near future, and we do have holidays coming up, you'll be away from your radio station. You can download the app, AFR app, on your portable device, and you can listen to all of our programming. 24-7, as long as you have good internet. And uh, you can also, if you'd like, uh, listen to the audio stream of all our programming mm-hmm. on your computer at AFR.net. We have plenty of podcasts for programs if you miss it. Uh, so plenty of ways to get your AFR fix. There you go. Fred, good morning. What's happening? Good morning. Well, uh, while we were away last week, one of the big stories was the 30,000-plus Haitians Underneath a bridge in Del Rio, Texas, they had crossed the border. Wait a minute. You probably saw 30, the picture. 30,000? Are you sure about that number? Because yep. I, I heard 17 or 20 or something like no, that. No, Biden administration has confirmed that a total of roughly 30,000 Haitians crossed into Del Rio, Texas since September the 9th. That's how many people came across. Now, on the weekend, Chris Wallace at Fox News interviewed DHS, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Who's a buffoon. I I don't see it in the script here, but (laughs) whatever you say. I'm stating a fact. I don't don't disagree. He's a buffoon, but go ahead. Quote the man. All right. 
He was interviewed on the weekend. All right, so 30,000 come across. By the way, they are Haitians, but the report is they haven't lived in Haiti for a long, long time. It's been years since they lived in Haiti. Oh. They've been, yeah. they've, they've been hanging out in south of the border in yeah, Mexico. for a long, long time. Right. Okay. All right? So they're not. So you wonder, you're wondering to yourself when you first hear the story, how in the world did all these uh, uh, impoverished people get from Haiti to Mexico and then up the, then we're up to up to Mexico to the southern border of the U.S. Yeah. And yeah. That that it is that isn't exactly how it happened. Exactly, and it's important to point that out because some people thought when they heard the story, well, these are all people who fled because of the earthquake there, right? Several weeks ago. All right. So and the assassination of the president. Yes. Too, really. Yes. So here we go. Chris Wallace, Fox News, interviews Mayorkas on the weekend. And he asks him, how many of these Haitians already? Now it's, only, it's only been 20 days or so since these 30,000 crossed the border. How many have you released into the United States? In other words, allegedly you process them and, gee, did they get COVID shots and the whole thing? Right. I want you to listen. This is going to be cut number two, Mr. Brent. Cut number two, and then you're going to hear also from former ICE chief Tom Holman, who has a different view on things than what Mayorkas is telling the American public. Cut number two. Of the 17,400 that weren't deported back or didn't return on their own to Mexico, how many of them either, well, first, how many have been released into the U.S.? I think it's about 10,000 or so. 12,000 have been released. Yes, it could be even higher. When he said the 8,000 will return to Mexico, went back to Mexico, he realizes they went one or two miles down the line and came into the United States because they surged so many resources to Del Rio that they left 224 miles of border unguarded. So those 8,000 didn't just go to Mexico and they're going to live there. They went down across the illegal. Those 8,000 are now in the United States, you know, living here illegally. All right, so you got to do the math here. My orca says 10, maybe 12, maybe more. Have already. And he's the Secretary of Homeland Security. Homeland, Homeland, Security. Homeland Security answering questions from Chris Wallace, and he, he doesn't know the number. No. Oh, he's on it, baby. Well, well he's saying there's at least 10,000 we've released. Right, but he doesn't know a more specific number. No. And then Tom Holman comes on and says, yes, they sent 8,000 of those original Haitians back but he said because they right, had, had right. to surge border agents from down the way on the right. wall it was a deceptive answer eight thousand more have already come into the country illegally and they're spreading throughout the country so but, you could have at least twenty thousand of these original thirty thousand haitians that have been released into america released into america okay but i'm sure that uh alejandro mayorkas knows exactly where they are so if they have COVID or they look, have some other kind look, of communicable me, disease, we'll be able to get the CDC on it. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know how much more we have to talk about this. But here, here's, here's the deal. To borrow from J.J. Jasper. Right. <clears throat> President Joe Biden wants to flood America with as many people, poor, uneducated, illiterate people, uh, people as he can get in here yes he nor harris vice president or the democrat party believe in borders they 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 are they are the, the ideology of the democrat party in america today is that of progressivism 
what they call it. Abe calls it regressivism. They're globalist. They hate capitalism. Not all, not all Democrats who are in hate capitalism, but the but but the the growing philosophy which is dominant in, get growing more dominant inside the Democrat Party is anti-American, uh, anti-white Christian male, anti. They want to see America collapse. Yes. So they can rebuild it again. So how do you collapse a country? Well. You, you build a giant welfare state, number one, which, they're, which the Democrats are doing. Mm-hmm. We see now the people, companies can't find workers. Well, the Democrats love that. They love that because that's how you get more people dependent on federal government handouts. Well, who gives the federal government handouts? It's not the Republicans. It's the Democrats. But, but that is connected to what's going on at our border where Biden and the Democrats they don't want borders. They want to flood our country, and that's what they're doing. This is by design. I'm, this is by design. It's by intent. All this guy, Mayorkas, yep. His only job is to be a game manager. Okay, his only jo- job is to make sure that. Um, I don't know what his job is. He really, he he he's trying to justify his his uh, his 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 uh, existence, except to be a halfway phony face to where we're we're trying to to control our border when in fact uh, to to fool i guess as many independent voters as possible to think they really care all right does all that make sense and i want i I want to play you another piece audio here you just said a moment ago the biden administration doesn't believe in borders now some no they don't some people don't yeah some people listening to us may say well tim you're exaggerating extreme yeah all right i want to play you cut number one because Chris Wallace got into this with regards to the wall yesterday with Mayorkas. Cut number one. Why did you allow them in the country in the first place? Why didn't you build, forgive me, a wall or a fence to stop them from walking in this flood of people coming across the dam? It looks like a highway that allows them to cross the Rio Grande. It is this pol- the policy of this administration. Uh, we do not agree with the building of the wall. The law provides that individuals can make a claim for humanitarian relief. That is actually one of our proudest traditions. Okay, this administration said it out loud. doesn't believe in a wall. Right. 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 No, they, uh, any kind of inhibitor, uh, physical or, 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 or otherwise, the Democrats and Biden are opposed to. So th- th- he just said it. He said, yes. we don't believe in walls. We don't believe in borders. So we don't believe in doing anything to stop them from coming well, here. Well, not only that, but he has, with that statement, that simple statement, honest statement, he has opened the door for an unlimited number of people. That's what they want. Because he said, he said, we believe, and it's one of the proudest traditions right, of right. our country, we believe that people can make a humanitarian claim to be here. A humanitarian claim, what does that mean? So it's not just asylum right, anymore. Right, right. This is important. It is, it is economic. It is uh, op- educational opportunity. It is health care. They have a right. So he did not put any verbal limitation on how many people are allowed in to make that claim. Yeah, let me just say maybe we move on to the next story. I would, I would just appeal to people who I'm, – I'm, I'm not saying uh, republicanism is the end-all, be-all of great government, okay? But I'm just telling you – if you vote Democrat, you're for the destruction of your own country. From here going forward, this all this hasn't been true in the past. Yeah, 
and then in the past, you could say, well, there's good people uh, and bad people in both parties. There's good ideas and bad ideas in both parties. I would say that's the history of American politics and the Democrats and Republicans. John F. Kennedy today, would he, if he would be a candidate on the Democrat side, would be a a, a right wing extremist. Mm-hmm. Right, he would. Yeah, he, would he, be. he initiated Cl- tax cuts. Yeah, Kennedy Bi- did. No, Bill Clinton today would not be acceptable mm-hmm. to today's Democrat right. Party. I doubt Barack Obama would be, uh, quite frankly. But so the the Democrat Party in America today has been taken over by people who believe in globalism, dare I say Marxism, and they're, they're, they're God-haters. They, they believe in uh, uh, abortion. They voted the other day, the House of Representatives, all the Democrats except one voted for abortion to support abortion on demand through nine months of pregnancy, mm-hmm. and they want to, for, uh, they want to uh, stop states from any kind of regulation. They want to control it from Washington, D.C. So, I mean, you, these people are out in the open now. There's no, mm-hmm. uh, you, you you don't have to peel back layers of the onion to say that there's the core. The core is exposed. I, I would, I just have one point of disagreement. I, I think that Barack Obama would be acceptable today, today's Democrat, Democratic Party. What happened when he got elected, though, is he hid most of his beliefs like on gay marriage and stuff like that. But they're not because, anymore. Be, right. Yes, because yeah. the Democratic Party had not swung this far to the left yet. I think he was in the camp, the AOC kind of camp and the Biden camp in terms of uh, immigration policy and abortion and all that. I think he would just be open with it now. If he was running, let's say in 2024, he, yeah. he would be wide open supporting all this stuff, I think. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe yeah. he's a little more cautious yeah. politically you than that. You could be right. You could be right. Uh, but Biden, who's, who his whole career has been, uh, well, he's been a liberal, but he's not been a whacked out, uh, secular progressive, right. AOC type. He Biden and the, and the, uh, Democrat party made a deal. We'll pick you as our candidate even though you're almost last among the primary contenders, we'll clear the field for you. We'll make everybody else step down because of your name ID and your tie to the previous administration. You're the only one who has a chance to beat uh, Trump, President Mm. Trump. Okay. I think that absolutely happens. Yes. Yes. So in exchange for the, the Democrats clearing the field for Biden so that he could be president before he dies, that seemed to be his last. That's his last goal uh, before he meets his maker. Is that he had to give in on all the demands of the hardcore secular left, Bernie Sanders wing of the party. Right. So that so the, so it was a trade-off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Biden has to say, okay, whatever principles he had, and he didn't really have any. That's why he's so easily. Uh, he just sort of goes throughout his career with whatever, you know, whatever the wind's blowing, yeah. so to speak. So there was a trade-off there between Biden and those who control the Democratic Party, and now we're seeing that the trade-off is whatever they say do, he does. He just signs it <coughs> or reads some, read some statement, 
He's always been Biden, uh, whatever you may think of him, has always in his whole career been in favor of the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment keeps the federal government from funding abortion. Right. Now, Biden is, quote, pro-choice, always, and has been, uh, besides his, uh, even though with his Catholicism. Right. However, he has always supported the Biden Amendment. I mean, excuse me, the Hyde Amendment. Well, now he's done away with that. Right. He's saying, no, I, I, I think uh, taxpayers need to have to fund abortion. Well, why did he say that? That's part. That's just one example of the trade-off that he had to do with the Democrats because they weren't going to beat Trump. I know people are saying, well, they didn't beat him anyway. But right. let's just, for sake of argument, let's say Biden legitimately won the presidential race. Well, they he, he was the only one. Of all the Democrats, for the reasons I gave earlier, that had a chance against Trump, and uh, and they so they traded off, and, and the Democrats knew he was he was going downhill mentally, but that was the only shot they had, right, so to speak. All right, it's interesting <clears throat> you mentioned that uh, Biden is beholding to the squad, the far left of the party. Here's what's really interesting: not all together. I want to be clear because they were beating on the uh, Iron Dome funding the other day. The squad was for denying Israel Iron Dome funding. Yes. The vast majority of the Democratic Party, including Biden, uh, were against the squad on that. So they don't they don't they don't control them altogether, but they do to a large extent. Yes. And and that broke AOC's heart, too. I saw she was weeping because Israelis were able to defend themselves against terrorist bombs. Imagine that. But, you know, there are some Democrats that Joe Biden doesn't care about. And uh, included in that is Congressman Henry Henry Cuellar. He's Democrat. He represents a district on the border. Joe Biden doesn't care what happens in his backyard, in Cuellar's backyard. That's that's the Democrat who called it a catastrophe. That's early right. On. He says, if we thought thirty thousand was a bunch of Haitians coming across the border, he says there's more to come. Cut four. And at least what I understand, there's a, at least another thirty thousand. Uh, Haitians in Mexico right now. Uh, there's also uh, another uh, 30,000 in Colombia also. I understand there's about 15,000 uh, Haitians in Panama. Uh, so this surge of Haitians is not going to stop anytime soon. Now, are they coming directly from Haiti? No. Are they flying in from Chile and Brazil and other countries? Yes. Um, and, and again, it, it's a very difficult situation. I've been telling the administration, since, uh, the transition team, since December 11th of last year, that there are folks that are getting the impression that this border is going to be open and they feel that they have a opportunity to come into the United States. Impression? There's no impression. They're, they are welcome. Mm-hmm. And but Joe Biden and the Democrats said, we'll pay for your health insurance. Your health treatment. I, I don't understand but what Representative Cuellar was uh, saying there. Is he saying that Haitians are flying into this country, into airports, or are they flying into Mexico? I'm not sure why they're flying into Mexico. Okay. Yes. Because I don't know how you would fly into this country and get no. through customs or whatever. No, he says with, they're coming up a passport. From, they're coming up from Panama. Okay. All right. So Haitians have been moving out of Haiti for years and years and years because of the extreme poverty it's there. A terrible place. And they're moving into Central America, places like Panama. And out of the, he says the Biden welcome mat is, I mean, it's a worldwide story. The welcome mat is open at our southern border. So these Haitians are saying, hey, why not? You heard my orcas there saying all they have to do is show up and say, you know, I feel oppressed where I live right now. 
You're in. Well, yeah. now Biden's going after the Border Patrol because of that horse, uh, the story about the Border Patrol with the, on the horseman last week. Yeah, the week. lie. Yeah. Do you want to hear about what Biden said last week? Cut number three mm-hmm. on that. Given what we saw at the border this week, have you failed in that promise? And this is happening under your watch. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding? Of course I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment, but it's beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. It sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's simply not who we are. What is he talking about? What 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 isn't who we are? What what sends the wrong message? There, well, there were images of border agents on horses. I they, saw that. They have a horse detail, for want of a better yeah, like, term. Like police departments do all over America. Yes. And they had the reins of the horses in their hands. Now, he tried to confirm that they were using these reins, these leather reins, to whip people on the southern border. The problem developed shortly after Biden made that statement. The person who took the pictures at the border said, no, they didn't touch these people with those reins. They were controlling their horses. They were controlling their horses. And they were doing what border agents trying to interfere with the these people trying to get in the country illegally. Now, Democrat Congresswoman Maxine Waters said that what she saw was worse than slavery. Yeah. Which, was, Al Sharpton went down there. Yes. The race baiter, Al Sharpton. Yes. He went down there to the to the border. The only time the Democrats go down to the border is when something like this happens, right? Right. But what there? So, uh, do you, did you see this? Did you see the I, video in the? I oh, I saw the no, I saw the video yeah. of the horses. I didn't see Al Sharpton. Okay, um, that's what I'm talking about. What's going on here, Ed? Well, it, it's uh, a way to deflect from the actual crisis that is occurring on the border. It's a way to deflect from the Afghanistan debacle. It's a way to deflect from rising gas price. All the problems that have beset the Biden administration, uh, President Biden was trying to deflect all of that by putting the focus on these poor Border Patrol agents who are at some they're point true. are going to quit in mass. They're racist. And they, yeah, they're racist. And him saying, this is not who we are. Listen, they were doing their job. As I, I said this morning in one of our meetings, these aren't privately owned horses. This, this, The government provides horses like they provide police cars for police in, uh, in, in our right, cities. Right. And so they weren't using their own horses and trying to run people down. It is the procedure of... Uh, Border Patrol agents on horseback to patrol, to catch people trying to sneak into the country, and in this case, keep them from setting foot on United States soil where they can make a claim for asylum. And in doing that, going back and forth, trying to prevent people from coming in, they were using their reins to direct their horses, not whip these people. So Maxine Waters and Al Sharpton and all the others who I've read their comments, haven't seen them on video, this is just ludicrous. It's it's a bald-faced lie. And for them to continue saying it when the photographer said, no, I didn't see anybody, nobody was whipping people, for them to continue saying it is just lies double-fold. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, uh, 
it, it's no longer even debatable. The Democrat Party in America are for flooding our our nation with people from all over the world illegally so that they can collapse our society. That's that's my view. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. We'll be back. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies, very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. You know, when Matthew 19, the, the scripture records a Pharisee trying to test Jesus concerning marriage, and Jesus responded, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. In the beginning, the first institution God created was the family. Marriage is the centerpiece of family. As a husband and father myself, let me tell you, (laughs) marriage is absolutely wonderful. And we want to encourage and educate people to embrace God's design as the fundamental building block for all of human civilization and to celebrate the lifelong union of one man and one woman as the objective institution that produces human flourishing. Tune in to By Design as we explore God's true purpose and design for marriage. Just visit the podcast page at AFR.net. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Liz Cheney has had a change of heart on gay marriage. The Republican congresswoman from Wyoming telling 60 Minutes she was wrong to oppose gay marriage now hopes to make amends. She also affirmed transgenderism, the idea you can choose what sex you want to be. Cheney's confession stunned 60 Minutes host Leslie Stahl, not to mention her many Catholic and evangelical supporters many of whom now feel betrayed, if not bamboozled. Back in 2013, Cheney made national headlines when she came out in opposition to same-sex marriage, putting her at odds with her own family. It was a very public squabble between Cheney and her father, the former vice president, as well as her lesbian sister. Even then, evangelicals were suspicious of Cheney's posturing. It turns out they were right to be suspicious. Be sure to order a copy of my new book, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, right now at ToddStarns.com. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. 
Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Well, one of the uh, main, uh, maybe you would call it tenets of the Christian faith is to grow, is to expand, is to share, is to uh, convert people to Jesus Christ. And uh, we're going to talk now to a gentleman I met a few months ago, maybe even a year ago, who is has a um, heads up an organization that has a unique way of going about this. Scott Baller from Saturate USA uh, joins us. Scott, good morning to you. Hey Tim. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm a, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Where do you tell us about yourself, Scott? Where do you live? What do you do? And that kind of thing. I uh, I live in. Uh, Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, have been uh, in the ministry side of things since about 2008. Before that, I was uh, in the IT environment and and so forth in Dallas, and uh, been blessed to be involved with a couple great Christian organizations. But since 2018, I've been working uh, with uh, Saturate USA to uh, to take the gospel, hopefully, to all 120 million homes in the United States. And so that's what I've been really focusing on here uh, for the last three to four years. What is Saturate USA? Now, we're an organization uh, that started uh, back, like I said, in 2018. A group of uh, leaders came together and said, uh, you know, as we were praying fervently for our country and for things going on here, that it really became apparent. We hear this word all the time that we needed a revival, you know, to happen in the United States. And as we've seen in the past, uh, you know, it usually takes some kind of event that the Lord uses to, to do that. And so we thought, how can we try to empower churches in the United States to get back to the gospel, to get back to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with their neighbors? And so that's how Saturate USA started. Uh, we uh, came up with an idea that we would provide uh, these uh, saturation packs to churches for absolutely free. There's no charge to any church that wants to sign up and do this. And we provide them these packs to go out in their communities and neighborhoods and saturate the zip codes and areas around their churches. Hey, Scott, uh, this is uh, Ed Vitagliano. I'm I'm on your website and uh, Saturate USA. Dot org, and uh, it says that your goal is to reach all 120 million homes in the U.S. by 2027. That's uh, that's just uh, well less than six years from now. You think that's uh, you think that's doable? Well, you know, we started this. I talked about being in prayer, and obviously, I know how important you guys believe prayer is as well. But we're in prayer on this thing, and you know, I'm. I'm a sinner, uh, and 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 only look at things in sometimes in in human sizes. But as we sat and we prayed on this, uh, the Lord made it really clear He didn't want us to do 10 million homes. He didn't want us to do 50, 60. He wants every home done, and it was very clear to the, all the guys on that were together that we are praying that that's what His direction was. And so we have been very blessed. Uh, we have had a lot of people come forward and believe in this effort. And so we are uh, already 
very, very highly funded as far as this concerned and, and have about 75% of the funds already to do all 120 million homes, which is such a blessing. But imagine this. We uh, talked about this in 2018. At this point, we've already had one third of the United States adopted by local churches. So over 42 and a half million homes have been adopted. So a church has called us, said, we want to adopt our zip code, and we've sent out 42 million and a half packs to these churches in order to go out and do this. Now, out of that 42 million, we've already had 30 million delivered, which means saturated out in the field, which is incredible. And so you say, can we do it by 2027? Obviously, yeah, I believe that. I do, and I believe the Lord believes that. I I know He can do all things, and I think what we need to do is just continue to empower and get the message out to allow these churches to stop their zip code and get this done. Talking to Scott Baller, B-A-L-L-E-R, from Saturate USA. Go to saturateusa.org. Talking about saturating the gospel, saturating the country, U.S. the U.S. with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and uh, this is a major undertaking by this organization. They've raised the money. Explain to me, people may be wondering. Okay, explain to me exactly how this works from a church perspective. Okay, so yeah, that's a great question. What we're trying to do is we believe that revival is going to happen by empowering the local church. So what you're going to find is when you get our materials, you're not going to. You're, it's going to be really hard to get a hold of Saturate USA because we're not wanting the people that get these packets to come to us. We want them to go to the local church. And so what happens is a local church, a pastor, a member, a deacon, uh, uh, you know, a leader, uh, a small group calls in and they. Uh, usually find us either through other pastors or by going to our website, like you said, and watching our videos and stuff. And they then adopt the zip code that they live in or where their church is around or can adopt multiple zip codes. An average zip code has about 5,000 households to 8,000 households in it. And so what we will do is if they adopt that zip code, we will send them exactly the amount of packs they need to take a packet to every single home in that zip code. And what's in the packs is they get um, a DVD, and on that DVD it has three movies. It has the Jesus Film movie, it has Jesus Film for Children movie, and it has Magdalena the movie. Now, the reason those three are on there is Jesus Film is a very broad one. It can really cover all aspects of, you know, man, women, children, everything. Obviously, the children's one is more uh, directed toward the children. Magdalene is great. We have a lot of single uh, mother families in the United States, and it's a great movie for them. And then those three movies uh, are in the eight top languages of the uh, heart languages of the United States. So what I mean by that is we don't all speak English when we're in our homes. We speak Spanish, we speak Russian, we speak Chinese. And so the top eight languages are, are on that DVD and those, and that covers about 98% of the heart language of the United States. The other thing the DVD has on it, it has, you can actually stream all this stuff for free. You don't even have to use a DVD player. And I would say most people probably do that. You can go online and all the movies are for free. Now, the great thing about the online presence is the movies are in about 1,800 different languages. So it's a great tool. They get this DVD. 
The second thing we provide in it is a booklet that basically tells them how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then the last thing that's provided is a bag. They can put this stuff in. And then we also provide them custom maps to the church that allows them to go out and and to easily go out and, and to deliver these to their neighbors. So the last and the oh, only, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the last and only requirement we ask for the churches is that they've got to include their local church information in the packs. That's the only thing. So they all have different. They can do a letter. We have samples on our website of different things you can do. They can put a, a, a invitation right. in there, whatever they want, but they need to put that in the packs. Okay. Then, let, 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 and they get that totally free. Okay. So Saturate USA provides the packs, which you just described the contents. Okay, and you got, because you guys have raised the money to do this. So uh, a church adopts a, a zip code, then you 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 work it out with them, they, whatever the information they need from you and you need from them through saturateusa.org. Then you send them the, the number of packs that, that they need to cover a given zip code. Then the church has to physically provide the volunteers to go out and deliver these packs to all the homes in the in the zip code, thus the word saturate. With and and, and so that's a way of making sure every home in America ultimately at least is exposed to the gospel of Christ in a, uh, in a, in an in-depth way, quite frankly, this isn't, this isn't a uh, little track, you know, with nothing wrong with little tracks, right? <laughs> but the, cause tracks can go a lot of places people can't go, but I'm talking about, this is a way to, uh, it's, it's an intentional effort to change America. And so yeah. I commend you guys. Did I, did I get that right on how that works? Yeah, as far you know, as, go ahead. I think the key to the packs is this: is there's a there's a value to them, and so people don't you know you leave a piece of paper, you do that, people might throw it away. They, the people don't seem to want to throw away a DVD with with uh, valuable stuff in a bag, and so they'll they, we're getting some pretty good traction of them actually getting online, watching, doing those things. What's amazing about this effort is we're trying to empower the church to get out there and to do more, and what we're finding out is this. Saturate USA, it's COVID-friendly. It's, uh, it's for everyone in the church, young, old, families, singles. They all can have a piece to this because what happens is they get the packs in, they have a packing party, they get together, they pray over these, they pray over their neighbors, then they get out and they walk these areas and they do a prayer walk and they deliver these out to people and they have interaction with their community. And then what happens for uh, you know, I'm going to give an example. I don't. Most of us, some of us, have been in mission trips. I always think we're going on mission trips. We're going to bless the people we're going to see. And what find, what turns out is we actually get blessed more by doing the mission trip than than the people maybe that we're going out there to bless. And that's what's happening. We're seeing churches come together, working together, Baptist, Presbyterian, loving on their areas, coming together to work together. We're seeing the old generation, younger generations doing this together. And so what what these pastors are telling us is this is reviving not only their area, but their church, and it's getting people back involved in what's happening in the local church. And we know that 
since this pandemic, it's been tough for churches to get together. So this is a great mechanism also to kind of get them back, you know, doing things together and loving on their neighbors and so forth. Hey, Scott, thanks so much, my friend. Uh, we encourage people to go to saturateusa.org um, to read about your efforts, and we appreciate you being on with us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, if they go to Saturate USA, they can sign up there. They'll get a call from one of our staff, and they can, and we'll get them all going. So there's no money involved, right? No money. We pay for shipping. We pay for everything. There is not a penny we ask for. Okay, so you're not going to like show us some di- diagram about how we can the bubbles out there. <laughs> uh, uh, the only diagram I'm going to show you is how many households right have been adopted and how many have been yeah. saturated and how many people are involved to try to encourage people to do this. And like I said, it's a, it's 100% free. That's yeah. the greatest part of it. There's no catch. And in fact, like I said, we're not trying to get any publicity for us back on these packs. We want him to go to the local churches. If a All person's right. got a question, I want him to call that church that delivered it to him because that's where we need people to be going right now. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, brother. God bless. You guys have a great day. If you're asking me, Tim, what were you trying to say exactly there in the last 60 seconds? My truthful answer would be I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to say uh, there'll be, there's no hidden agenda. Right. There's no sales pitch here that we're not telling you about that you go – Oh, okay. We're not going to try to talk to you about your car warranty. (laughs) Right. Set to expire. Or or if you will reach 10 people, 10 more people will reach you, and everybody will be sending you money in your mailbox. Yes. Remember those letters? Oh, yeah. No hidden agenda. All right, Fred, what's next? Fairfax County, Virginia. Boy, they've been. There's nothing ever happening there, is there? By the way, we better (laughs) preface this story because this is about gross stuff. It is. It is. But we're not going to be explicit. But no, I'm just telling no. you this. Yeah, if you have little ones and you don't want to have to answer questions before they get older. But th- there's a point to talking about this. Go ahead. Absolutely. You know, parents there have been revolting against mask mandates, the teaching of CRT, critical race theory. <clears throat> transgender stuff. Transgender stuff. They've been. Have they well, been revolting, really? Oh, there's, big, been, re- there's been reaction. But oh, I, yeah. Oh, it's, it's been. Okay. Showing up at these school board okay. meetings big time. Okay. All right. Last Thursday night, parents showed up again, but for a different reason. Fairfax County, not Loudoun County. Fairfax, Fairfax County. Two different counties in Virginia. That's right. right. Okay. Stacy Langdon, one of the parents there, she'd been in Texas, and she heard about these pro-homosexual propaganda books in school system in Texas. And she went home, and she said, I'm going to see if our school district has these books in our libraries. And lo and behold, she goes to the library and she finds them. So she goes to the school board meeting last Thursday night and she starts quoting from these books. A school board member gets up and says, you need to sit down because your language is too explicit. She's quoting from the books right. that are in their libraries that, that are given access to their kids. Now, let me tell you the name of the book. One of the books is Gender Queer. I'm reading from an AP story here. An illustrated memoir contains explicit illustrations of various, and I had to change it here, various types of sexual activity. All right? The other book is a novel called Lawn Boy. Lawn is in your front lawn. 
Lawn Boy, contains graphic descriptions of sex between men and children. This is in the library. This is in the school? School library. Okay. So, well, did they, did they, what did the school board say? Well, what they're going to do is study it. They're going to review these books. They're going to review these books. But she just quoted enough to take them out immediately. Yeah. What's there to review or study? She just quoted enough to make the right. school board member upset, saying you can't say that. That's terrible you language. Can't, you can't say that in our school board meeting, but we'll allow it in the library of our school. So our, our kids, kids can read it. So our kids can read yeah, it. Yeah, that's just uh, that's contradictory. By the way, these two books, Gender Queer, and I'm mentioning them again so you can check it out, folks, in your school district, okay. Lawn Boy. L-A-W-N. L-A-W-N. Yes. Both of these books were previous winners of the American Library Association's Alex Awards, which they only give out, what, for 10 books a year. Uh, let me tell you, the American Library Association is wicked. They are a wicked organization. We, we've had run-ins with them over the years. We fought against, they fought against software that would protect kids from pornography in public libraries and school libraries. This is a wicked organization. Are they also and, for the drag queen... Oh, they're, they're for all of that. The drag queen queens reading to children in libraries all across the country? Drag queen story hour. Yeah, yeah all that kind of stuff. And they their viewpoint is that everyone, including children, have a right to information. That's their, that's their idol. They have a right to information, and libraries and librarians are have no right to make these kinds of decisions as to what goes in the library and what doesn't. What What... What a lot of people don't understand is that librarians and library staff are always making decisions about what goes into their libraries. Right. They regularly purchase books, and they have to decide, no, not this one, yes, this one. So it's a red herring. And I'll tell you what, what may happen. Now, maybe not in Texas, but in some of these school districts, what happens is that they will hear this argument. High schoolers, junior high, high schoolers, even down fifth and sixth grade, have a right to uh, information about sexual activity. And if it comes in a novelized form, that is fine with us as long as the information is scientifically and medically accurate. And once we say that we want our kids to have access to that kind of information, they will then say, so do gay and lesbian kids. They have as much right to, the, to information about sexual activity as heterosexual kids, so we have to allow these books in our libraries. Folks, for some of you, you're just catching on to what has been happening in our country for the last 50 or 60 years. This kind of agenda has progressed. We were fighting the American Library Association in the late 90s and early 2000s. Mm -hmm. That's how long this, is, this battle's been going on. Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, according, again... The AP, according to the AP story, uh, indeed, one or both books are available in school systems throughout the region, including Loudoun County, Arlington County, Alexandria, and Montgomery County, Maryland schools, and according to on, uh, online catalogs. So Tell, give, the, give our, our, uh, the people who are listening, if your parents check your school libraries for what, what's the title of these two books? Gender Queer and Lawn Boy. Lawn Boy. All right. Now, Lawn Boy contains um, graphic descriptions of okay, sex be between careful. men and children. All right? Stop right there. I, and that's as far as I want to go. But 
I thought there were laws in this country about this kind of thing. Oh, there Ad- are. Adults and children. I thought yeah. there were laws against it. Yeah. You can be thrown in prison for right. this. Right. Well, not if it's fiction, <clears throat> apparently. All right, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. The good news there is that parents all over the country uh, yes. are responding at school board meetings in response to this critical race theory stuff that's being promoted out there, the pornography kind of garbage right there, yeah. uh, and anti-Christian, anti-American yeah. uh, uh, you know, books and, and speakers and so forth that are being promoted. That's at school boards. Yes. Uh, yeah, all over the country. If you're listening to today's issues, if you'd like to send us an email, go to com, uh, go to this address, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Hey, what, what about the, what's the latest on the uh, vaccine mandates uh, from Biden? Uh, he wanted to put this into place. Well, there, there's no actual language yet, and I think that that's going to be immediately challenged in court once the language comes out this is you're talking about uh businesses over 100 yeah, yeah it's either employees. either forced vaccination and i personally use the word vaccination in quotations right there because something that's hovering around 50 percent is not anyway uh but but now what about uh what did, what about he or or you can choose to get tested once a week, right? Yes, yeah. you're going to have to have a lot of testing. There, Go ahead. You have there was a story friend. on the weekend of of interest. New York City schools have been temporarily blocked from enforcing a vaccine mandate for teachers and other workers by a federal appeals judge just days before it was to take effect. The worker mandate for the nation's largest school system uh, was set to go into effect on Monday today. But late Friday, a judge for the Second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals granted a temporary injunction and referred the case to a three-judge panel on an expedited basis. Uh, so there you have it. There are, uh, if you're asking about the latest, court yeah. challenges are starting. I forget how many attorneys general now have signed on from various states across the country. They are going at this, particularly the one where Joe Biden talked about going after companies of 100 employees or more. Right. Forcing them to be vaccinated. And we also want to remember members of our military. They are they are under the gun right now. I can tell you folks, I've heard stories on the weekend, uh, that these military people who want exemptions from these vaccinations are having to apply. It goes first to their chaplain, and then it goes on up the rank. Last week... Joe Biden said he wanted to up the ante against military people who refused the vaccinations. He says if they refused the vaccination, not only would they receive some kind of discipline, he wants them dishonorably discharged from the military. So they lose their pensions? Everything's... Oh, yeah. It's gone. Dishonorably you discharged. How, how devastating that could be to military preparedness? Yes. If you start dishonorably discharging people... No. I am not commenting on whether they should be vaccinated or not. I'm setting that discussion aside. But if you start dishonorably discharging uh, members of the military for not being vaccinated, w- w- what if the percentage is 10 percent yeah. or 12 percent or 15 percent? You have just gutted yes. the U.S. military. Yes. You're talking about aircraft carriers. You're talking about keeping 
jets in the air. You're talking about, I mean, it's, it's staggering how this president and this administration will just blab about what they want to do without any thought of the consequences of their actions. And we're seeing the consequences, for example, of, uh, you know, extending unemployment benefits from the federal government now through this this month, what it's done to small businesses who can't hire people. These people do, they're ideologically driven and they're, because their ideology has no basis in the real world, they don't understand real world consequences. That's well, stunning for the president to say, yeah. we're going to have them dishonorably discharged. Yeah. It's but, also vindictive. Oh, of course yes. it is. It's, 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 it's cruel. Yes. Uh, if you want to say, uh, okay, you get the, you get the jab or you're, or we're going to, are you going to have to leave the military? Uh, I guess they would fall under the federal government employees, a uh, uh, similar type thing where that's different than a, a private citizen being forced by the federal government to get something. If you're a government employee, uh, although I disagree with it, if you're a federal government employee, uh, you know, you work for Biden basically when it all comes down to it. So well, what if these m- members of the military have already had COVID and they have antibodies and they don't want to get the vaccine? He doesn't allow for that. I don't think nope. does he? Nope. Biden doesn't. Nope. Biden Fauci. Nope. Team yes. combo nope. there. Nope. All, and already members of the military who may have a conservative point of view are under the gun. Remember early on, several months ago, they were, we're going to hunt these people down. Yeah. Well, Biden Biden wants to purge uh, our, our military of conservatives. Yes. And, and, and Milley, Milley, Milley does too. Remember he's wanting to study white rage? Yes. Right. Well, Which, I, I, I haven't done an official survey, but I'm going to tell you 70% Seventy to eighty percent of all military would be self-described conservatives. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe seventy percent, I would think. <clears throat> and but he wants to purge yeah. of uh, them. For what reason? We can talk about that later. But we'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.